0: Welcome to the Baby Wants It's Bottle Poetry Inc. podcast, creative project by Martin Anton Smith, myself, a creative who's based in New Zealand. In this episode, I read part two of my dystopian sci-fi novella, The Bitcard Hacker. Part one is available on Spotify as a previous episode. Let me begin. Marcel was a worker from the toppermost worker-class designation, called Xylo. This meant he had his own very comfortable 75-metre-square studio apartment. It was, of course, mostly white and grey-coloured, very Spartan, and like Marcel, perfectly, perfectly square. Other than the slimline maglev bed, its biggest feature was the walls. The walls were something else. They were the spirit of the dwelling. The walls allowed for screen mode or hologram mode. Marcel loved the holographic mode option. He used it often, and he was currently enjoying World War I, Battle of the Somme, a holographic recreation. The holographic technology was amazing, so much so it was scarily close to reality. The closeness was so good, There had been some cases where people had been tricked into the experience and they believed they had died and returned as spirits. Marcel loved the epic Battle of the Somme as it made him feel alive and also, weirdly, it made him feel more lucky than horrified as he knew at heart he wasn't really in battle. He loved the vicariousness involved. His favourite part was when he felt a bullet zing past his ear and hit the helmet of the soldier behind him with a ping sound when the bullet hit one of the soldiers. Sometimes he chose ghost mode, where he was inside the scene as a ghost, but when he really wanted fun he chose action mode, where he could be actively engaged with the other characters and surroundings of the holographic reality. In the Battle of the Somme, this meant he could bayonet a German intruder, flick rats off his face, smell the death around him, get temporary mustard gas blindness, use the vicar's machine gun to mow down the enemy, go over the top to certain death, and even play baseball or cricket with his fellow troops on the slow days of battle. Holographic reality was the most popular entertainment by revenue, in the 22nd century. In the 22nd century, entertainment via brainwave controller was second nature, and face-to-face communication in general was discouraged socially, especially amongst the lower class Aruks and Quazas. Throughout the centuries, ruling elites, be they democratic or author- authoritarian, had been wary of the mass population freely communicating without their guiding hand of propaganda. The 22nd century was no different, just more technologically able in its subversion. Thus the star people and their puppet viceroys were far more successful in keeping the masses in place than in other epochs. The holographic reality games and movies were an excellent diversionary tactic, one among many employed to dumb down the masses and keep them in a perpetual state of social isolation. After an extended night alone with holographic entertainment, Marcel bro- woke up in his Xylo-class working quarters and wiped away the sleep from his eyes. The wiping of the sleep from his eyes was typical, a typical posterity subcode ruling, or PSR, in the ever-present lines of code in the Brain Interface Unit, or BIT card, as it was called. Yes, in 2103, having sleep in your eyes was still a thing. The star people had decided to allow this, this ancient physiological routine to continue, rather than simply edit the human genome and do away with it entirely. The star people kept some ancient physiological practices simply for the surveillance movement detector's sake. Being too still was not a good thing in computer-based AI surveillance, as was being fast. Marcel, now free of sleep in his eyes, as always, and just like everyone else, said the... Obeyance mantra with Ulysses. Ulysses was suddenly appearing, a suddenly appearing holographic avatar of the state. Ulysses was the personal face of the almighty Aurora AI system of governance. Ulysses was a foreboding character, seven foot tall, heavily bearded, long hair, eyes containing what seemed like licks of flame, dressed in regal dark grey gown, and also hovered half a foot above the ground. Despite Ulysses's hirsuteness, he was, of course, immaculately, immaculately groomed. In short, Ulysses was otherworldly and had a presence of deep, deep authority and wisdom. Marcel and Ulysses began speaking in unison. Whether an Aruk, a quaz or Zilo, we are all working together for the same goal of peaceful and sustainable contentment, and we recognise without full obeyance to Aurora and the governing viceroys, this can never occur. I pledge my full, complete and enduring abeyance to Aurora. I recognize the encompassing authority of Aurora, our forever master and leader. Who was always right and never wrong, who is always right and never wrong, who is always right and never wrong. Marcel, like all three worker classes, said it without thinking, for it was forever burned into his brain. With that said, Ulysses dissipated and Marcel could have breakfast. The Xylo classes had full access to a room service option which had all the old-fashioned, nutritious food of prior centuries, except, of course, it was printed from scratch, not grown as it was up until 2053. He simply said, Hi, Room Tech, can I have some 20th century cereal and black-filtered coffee? And the meal slowly materialized in form in front of his eyes within roughly five seconds. It could have happened immediately, but it was programmed to appear slowly. It had more impact that way. He ate it greedily, and he was famished from the World War I hologram theatrics of last night. Then he thought about some light exercise around his quarters. In the aurora-controlled Earth, people still walked, but the bit card permissions didn't allow to jog or run unless engaged in the designated and heavily scheduled aspect of sport. Sport was not called sport in the 22nd century. Sport was deleted and renamed with the more suitable leisure warmth. He went for a 10-minute stroll around his unit, engaging the African wilderness ghost holographic option. Under the star-people aurora system, many old-world habits and ceremonies were allowed to continue. E.g. haircuts survived, although a haircut was now called a scalp refinement, or more simply called refscal. Haircuts were still done via a barber, though now called a reb-rab, but of course the the reb-rab was a hologram program, not a real person and the hair was vaporised without any odour rather than cut. People still chose their own clothes to wear, although the options were limited to, limited to 500 outfits in total, 100 for men and 400 for women, with no tailoring except on Xylo Appreciation Day, where female Xylos could customise a piddle box type hat with, with colour or cloth frill, or stripe, or short faux leather or faux daisy, rose or buttercup flower. The star people and their agents, the viceroys, still wanted to allow females to partially compete socially via clothing. Another simple strategic subcoding, R or SSR. Of course, there were no physical shops to buy clothing, or anything physical for that matter. It was simply delivered immediately via materialization for food and small items, or for more complicated items like clothes, for example, it was via regional Aurora houses, the modern version of a warehouse factory. The system of payment under Aurora via a social score configured cryptocurrency which was a three-tiered digital currency now since 2043 called Joy Token. Joy Token currency was a t- was tiered for each designated class with the names Arok Aruker, Arokarium for Aruks, Quazcoin for Quas, or Xylodian for Xylos. The great thing about using using Arukerium Quascoin, or Xylodiant Joy Token Payment System, was the unlimited ability of the state, i.e. Aurora, to surgically control the buying and selling of the three classes. For example, if holographic screensaver sales were down in the Quas classes, they could designate 100 bonus Quascoins so long as the minimum leisure-warmth hours had been earned that month. Loans were available but were indexed by class and social score, with higher classes being more favoured, especially xylos. rooks could technically get loans, however their success rate for an application was capped at 3%. No matter how, how, how high this class's social score was, it was always within that cap. Quas's loan applications were capped at 25%, xylos at 75%. Savings rates would operate similar, similarly, with interest rates capped at minus 0.3% for rooks, 1.1% for Quasas, and 1.7% for Zylos. However, poor social score ratings in any period could erase these savings percentages downwards to a cap of minus 15%. This social carrot and stick action and action-orientated monetary system of trade was the new form of the early 21st century's monetary policy slash quantitative easing. But instead of being called the Federal Reserve Bank, the 22nd equivalent was operated by Aurora, governed by the Viceroy's, who dealt with appeals lodged by the Uruk, Quaz and Xylo classes as the agents of the star people. The economic, monetary, and financial system did not have salaries or wages, but had floating exchange rates for various behaviors, as issued by the Supreme Council of Joy Token Shadow Rates, or JSR for short. E.g., a, a quasi-class worker as a in a Aurora house fulfiller. And being adjudged by Aurora to have fulfilled an order on time for a coat and bow tie, coupled with a positive emotional state reading, as surveilled by the data analytics from the Bitcard brain interface, meant that the order, that for the order, 37 quascoins were immediately paid to the worker's digital account wallet. Each quadrant had independent coin slash social score exchange rates to cater to its custom needs. Marcel, being a technician who works on the core Aurora cards, bit cards, he was given the best possible access to the seventh generation internet, except it was, it was now, since 2027, called the subject. He could communicate freely on all matter of interesting holographic modules This meant that he had full clearance for his Xylo-class privileges, and naturally all lower-level Quas and Aruk levels. Marcel had full access to the mid-class level filter, the Quas subject filter, which, on top of the craftsmanship material, there was access to the ability to study calculus, geometry, and electronics, as well as full access to the 1950s and 60s rock and roll era. The lowest level ARUK class, the subject filter, allowed only manual tasks and manual task orientated tutorials, and allowed discussion boards and, of course, Aurora state broadcasts. The setup of the Brain Aurora interface system, the bit card of an ARUK citizen, meant they couldn't literally think of asking about any theoretical level Of interests such as let's say differential equations or philosophy the bitcard brain implant aurora interface simply did not allow it and for good reasons manual workers minds should not under any circumstances ever be allowed to expand this would make society unstable as the rigid class system fractures the next and officially last filter was his class designated limitation filter the xylo class filter allowed full access to all other branches of physics and mathematics coding and hardware development he had access to only to a 99% surveilled chat portal for xylo to xylo class communication where once every 100 days a free unsurveilled day was scheduled they called it fud this meant the only, only the worst traitorous code red keywords were surveilled. This rule allowed Xilos to feel somewhat rebellious, much like teenagers were before 2051, and it allowed no serious consequences resulting to the social structure of society. He had a culture-based permission with full access to the work of the masters in the arts and music in the 19th, 20th. 21st and 22nd century and the associated available historical books a smattering of politics and history was allowed but in terms of the past warfare only a selection were allowed the boer war world war one world war two the cold war era and finally the mind war era of 1990 to 2022. essentially in terms of war only a 125 year window was known to have existed the special xylo's privileges was enough to allow the xylo class much to discuss but not so much as to feed the rotten feeling that the early 22nd century could be better organized by the viceroys the star people and aurora the oval theory of inventing a three-tier based system regarding internet access was to to completely disallow intellectualism in the lower Aruk and Quaz classes, but allow a certain intellectual freedom to the Xylo classes to allow them to feel smart but not too smart, as as this would cause further downstream obedience outages, as they were called. On top of that, as it would be it would be counterproductive to bar this higher need, and then ask the same creativity to. Uh, when they were working on the next Aurora updates, or to design new apartments and living spaces, as Zylo's, uh as was Zylo's responsibility in society. It was also worth mentioning that all three classes, for all three classes, mild exercises was allowed and encouraged. There there were myriads of cycling valindromes where all classes could mix freely, though still surveilled, in in social competition. There was a form of indoor tennis which was exclusive to Quaz and Xylos. Finally, Xylos had exclusive access to a 22nd century version of golf. Only one club was allowed, and of course the turf was artificial, and involved augmented reality. The 22nd century had no time for the quirks of 20th century golf. No 19th hole clubhouse drinks, no practice range, and no need for clothing rules. They were already strict. Marcel was now wide awake and now overall was feeling quite happy with himself. He was counting his recent victories over the last few days. He had had a great physical holiday set in St Kilda, Melbourne, 2010 thanks to his great work over the years at Dreamscape Reality BitCard Systems, where he had worked extremely hard as a tech configuration expert working on the card-brain interface system, which reports bio data back to Aurora. He had, in truth and in secret from Aurora, been his own double agent over the years and decades. He had done the hard technical work and had clandestinely hacked the bitcard with encryption his hack was possible only because of his rare medical brain ailment a highly alkaline brain which was able to act as the only exploitable bug in the bitcard interface in his brain with this hack he exploited aurora's only loophole was able to have the gift of emotion and tribality and most importantly he had access to the past history of the 2051 Starman reconfiguration. Marcel was the only worker-class citizen to have genuine knowledge of the dystopian mental and physical imprisonment that had happened to Earth's people from the time of the Starman reconfiguration. He was the only one who could free the workers, all of them, the Uruks, the Quazas, and the Xylos. End of Part 2. Part 2 is coming very soon. In the near future so look out for that thank you for listening to the baby once it's bottled poetry inc podcast a creative project by martin anton smith a new zealand based creative this podcast is available on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from published by martin anton smith creations limited all rights reserved no commercial use or commercial public broadcast allowed without written permission non-commercial educational entertainment broadcast use is freely encouraged. Thank you for listening.